You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, the Peach Machine. Alongside me, as he is every week, is Mr. Dabble Dob. What's going on, buddy? Not much. We spun the random episode thing, and we landed on Deep Space Homer. Deep Space Homer, season number five, episode number 15. What Would you just Google search Simpsons Generator or something? I did. I just Googled random Simpsons episode generator. And like the first one I came to was a virus ridden website that had (laughs) an enormous amount of pop-ups and I immediately freaked out because I was at work. And then the second one worked out pretty well. (laughs) Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. 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 Well, we should be having a guest on sometimes this next week coming up here and we'll let our guests choose the episode. But when we choose the episode, we'd like to just go random. But with the caveat is nothing from season one and nothing beyond season 12 or 15, which was... I did 12 on this one. OK, cool, cool. Yeah, but we got a great one. We, we picked a classic. Uh, man, what do you remember about this episode? I was thinking about that right before we started. I really like this episode. I think it's like. Probably the first one where we see Barney sober. Oh, yeah. Other sure. than like a flashback. Yeah. And this is a certain, good episode but... cameo-wise because the episode's not about the cameos. They work them in organically with, you know, the astronauts and James Taylor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think I... this is a almost a perfect episode in many ways. I was reading the Wikipedia on it, and this is regarded as a top ten um what do they call that? What do they call those episodes that are just sort of like one-offs and like just don't really play bottle episodes? Oh, okay. So a lot of critics really like this episode. I really like this episode. I mean, it was it was groundbreaking. So, so Matt Groening didn't really go for this pitch here because he thought it was a little too far fetched, and so they had to dial it back a little bit. They were going to have him go to the moon and shit like that, but um, no, we just get Deep Space Homer. Well, I think that's a good idea uh, not to go too wacky, especially in these early seasons. He really did want to keep some semblance of realism in the show. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's a car- a comedy cartoon, but, you know, he did draw the line listening to the commentaries on some of the earlier seasons, especially. He wanted to keep um, some semblance of realism. Right. I think that's smart. Before you get, a, you know, you got to be established and shit. Um, I ordered the book that... Uh... Jim Valley suggested Planet Simpsons. I haven't got it yet, but I plan on reading that, and I'll have a lot more tidbits of information once I do. But we're ready to, to jump right in to Deep Space Homer. You ready to hit play, Mr. Dabs? I've got it queued up. If you're going to watch along with us, go ahead and right. get yours ready on Disney Plus or DVD or whatever. Peach, you're going to give us a countdown. We're all going to hit play. Three, two, one, hit play now. Make catch, blow now. Make catch blow. There are some great jokes. I, I'm, I'm. This has got some great lines. I, I love. I'll, I'll point them out when we get there. All right, couch gag. There's a big, uh, obese person sitting on the couch, and they all try <laughs> to squeeze in on the side. Not bad. Yeah. Um. I haven't watched this episode in a long time. I'm looking forward to it. Haven't seen this either, but I do remember how it starts. The mandatory. <laughs> oh yeah. They're all getting the body scan before they're going to the meet. Oh, two midgets posing as an adult. <laughs> so the worker of the week award. It is time for the weekly um, medal presentation. Everyone's received a medal. 
<laughs> I like that Damn everyone near. wore their medal to the presentation. Yeah. And so Homer knows that his day has come because literally everyone but him has won it. Look at that tiny rule book he has. Yeah, it was like a reference guide. Yeah, he's carrying it. I would like to see more Mr. Burns addressing people from a, 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 a balcony. I was just thinking that. It's very ominous, very like Mussolini. Yeah. I also like the old school microphone he has. Yeah. I love anytime Mr. Burns brings up something ridiculously old. Oh, yeah. He, he might have been like the best side character in the early seasons. So, unfortunately for Homer, he does not win the Worker of the Week award. The Inanimate Carbon Rod wins. I mean, Inanimate Carbon Rod has a million uses. Homer's just a safety inspector. <laughs> Bart's lo- Bart loves that the rod one. <laughs> he, like, personally knew the rod. So this episode is kind of, the story is like Homer trying to earn the respect of his family. And very so they make, him, they make him very dumb at the beginning. I love this curly <laughs> shuffle he does here. I, I do too. I like how everybody's laughing at him and then it just gets so sad. Too much. Too far, Homer. You just You gotta realize when you're beaten. It's just like, man, this our, our dad and husband really is just the dumbest person that's ever lived. All right, so Homer's scrolling through the, te- the channels and he flips on a launch, a NASA launch. Do you remember is... them televising these launches? I do, and this is based on a real story of they were trying to do this exact same thing. I can't remember, it was probably in the 70s or early 80s, but where, they, where NASA ratings were just super boring. They couldn't get funding because no one cared about the space program. And well, that's what this is based on. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, so that must have been a little bit before my time. <laughs> oh, we'll laugh legitimately. <laughs> yeah, statistician. <laughs> a different time, yeah. So I noticed in this episode, the coloring uh, sort of changes. Oh, yeah? The, the, yeah, you'll, you'll pick up on it. Yeah, nothing gets by me. I love this uh, scientist guy that has the club and just knocks people out. Yeah, the blackjack. The blackjack. Shades of Stevie Steve- Ray. Exactly. I gotta get a blackjack. Have you ever seen one? Uh, it's no. Like a, it's like a. It's got a handle with like a sack of BBs on in it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of realism, here's the talking ape from space. <laughs> It's it's weird that astronaut used to be something that I guess kids would strive to be like, you know right. what I mean? And now it's like, I don't think anyone gives a crap about astronauts. Which is so weird. You're right. Like they, they should be like lauded as real heroes or like they could, they could certainly die easily doing their jobs. They could. Eh, no pig. <laughs> <laughs> I love married with children. 
Married with Children used to be on at 7.30 after The Simpsons on Thursday nights. Remember when Simpsons got changed to Thursdays? The toilet flush just gets a yeah. huge ovation. We were, yeah, we were allowed remember. to watch The Simpsons, but not allowed to watch Married with Children. Oh, man. I used to have to sneak and watch that. I don't know why. I guess it was because Peg was so like sexually oriented or something. I don't know. I think it was just the general crudeness. Yeah. I mean, I'm like seven years old watching this. <laughs> Homer calls up because he's pissed about the space program and says, is this NASA? Why can't I get no tang around here? <laughs> I love the toilet flush. <laughs> so you know tang was developed for astronauts? Yeah, I remember that. What a, what a sales pitch. Right. I mean, the space program did invent a lot of useful, like Velcro, you know, that was invented for space. Oh, right. Where would we be without Velcro? Shit, I don't, my shoes wouldn't be able to stay on. Respect. <laughs> There we go. Oh, two for one? I know. He wanted to club them. <laughs> they wanted to go. He just wanted to club people. Oh, now we get a little... Uh, the hell was that show? Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. I didn't ever, ever watch Beverly Hillbillies. It's pretty good, man. Really? Yeah. I mean, for what it is, like you have to realize you're watching something from what, like the 50s or 60s, but for for what it is in the time period, it's it's pretty funny. Okay, now they they introduce Barney and Homer, and they're wearing some ridiculous outfits. Do you think that they were dressed up by NASA to look a little bit more downtrodden, or that was the that was that was the outfit Homer brought? I gotta see the outfit. I can't remember off the top of my head. So He's wearing a, a barbecue schmuck that says "Hail to the Chef." <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm gonna say they were dressed up. Because Barney's just awkwardly holding that golf club. This is a great joke when Homer realizes the planet of the Apes was Earth. <laughs> it dawns on him finally. <laughs> Have you ever watched the planet of the Apes? Yeah, when I was a kid, I was very intrigued by it. I've seen a couple. I love the remakes of the planet of the Apes. They're fucking great. With Mark, Marky Mark? He's in one of them, yeah. <laughs> I like how abruptly they have to end it and they just drop the curtain because they recruited the two worst possible candidates. <laughs> They're just letting Barney walk around with a duff. <laughs> Only wine. See, okay, here's where the color starts to get weird. Huh. Now, I know they're, like, at some other place, but, like, it starts to get, like, it was, like, really drab to me. The, uh, it was a brief shot of all the homes. It was kind of strange lighting. I guess it was supposed to be, like, millip, like, like, it's, like, a weird time of the, it's, like, dusk, and it's, like, purple outside. You know, purple o'clock. Purple's a, it's a fruit. I guess it could be an o'clock. 
I kind of wish there was like an Easter egg. I know they didn't plan it, but like Hank Scorpio was like working here to learn about like all yeah. the technology and stuff. That'd be funny. All right. So I learned I learned that entire song. Have you ever <laughs> I love Homer's rendition. He's just doing a dirty limerick instead while cartwheeling. Have you ever worked the speed bag? Barney was working one right there. Oh yeah, yeah. I boxed for many years. Of course I've worked a speed oh, bag. That exp- the head trauma explains a lot. <laughs> so Matt Groening hated this joke with Homer turning into Popeye. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. They had him turn into <laughs> like that Homer drinks and Papa. They had him turn into Grandpa a lot. Oh, I like here's, that. Here's a little uh, homage to Star Trek. It is. Yeah, there was an episode where Kirk had to fight. Um, they got like trapped on this other planet, and he had to fight one of the other crew members. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, and that's what that little musical sting was from. Oh, I had no idea. Well, you're not as big as nerd as me. Well, that's debatable, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> we hear you're kicking ass. There's no swimsuit competition. <laughs> you're telling me I shaved my bikini area for nothing? <laughs> I love this gag right here with the champagne. All right, mine froze for like 20 seconds. I heard that. I paused it. Let me know when you get to the champagne gag. Right there. It begins. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. (laughs) They've reused that joke a lot, the Pillow Factory joke and the Marshmallow shit, but it's so good. It is good. (laughs) Definitely use this line in my life. The default line? Yeah. Pause yours for like a second and a half, and I'll catch up to you. 1,001, half. Boom. Itchy and scratchy. Yeah, I'm right there. All right, here's a Star Trek thing, the next laceration. Hey, another one, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. They didn't do any Star Wars, though. All right, this is an alien reference. So you're you're a Star Wars nerd, right? Huge. I've yeah. never even watched a full Star Wars movie all the way through. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, physically or mentally? I would just in terms of Star Wars. Um, I don't know. I just I'm not a big movie fan, honestly. I'm more of like a series fan, and that's why I like Star Trek. Okay, have you seen the Star Trek movies? Uh, some of them. I, I only watched the Next Generation ones. Okay, I've never seen a single Star Trek movie, so we're even. But okay. But I can't believe you don't even like Star Wars. I, I just, yeah, there's something about it. It just doesn't intrigue me. Okay. We'll have to discuss this later, but that's interesting because you do enjoy most of the other things 
that we enjoy are similar. I, I think it's just because I didn't grow up watching many movies. Like if, if I was a little kid when I was like five and my parents were playing that movie and I was watching it, I'd probably be all over it. Here, you know, That's exactly it. I had the VHS tapes of, of the original trilogy. It was my grandpa, my grandpa recorded them off of HBO and gave them to us. So we had like a series of, we had like 12 different VHS tapes that we'd watch and Star Wars was on it. So that's probably why it got so cemented into my brain. Yeah. When I was a little kid, we watched Star Trek on, you know, we only had what, like three or four channels since we didn't have cable and Star Trek was like the big pimping show at the time, next generation. And so uh, I just fell in love with that. Yeah. I love this Mr. T at the mall. (laughs) (laughs) That lesson really like hit home with him of all the things to stick with him. It's like, he can always remember like, I didn't get to see Mr. T (laughs) because of my, my own actions cost me that day. And I'm going to learn from that. I've done this dial story similar to that. Actually. They had, uh, I think his name was like Jeffrey, the giraffe, the toys are us. us, Yeah. Yeah, And he was going to be at Toys R Us and we were late and like we showed up and everyone was gathered around and I couldn't like see over the crowd. I was like Zacchaeus in the Bible and I couldn't see even (laughs) even with his long giraffe neck. I couldn't see him. And I remember that like we had to go back home. I was like, I didn't even see him. Fuck. That's a fucking heartbreaker there. Oh, yeah. Make Rocket go now. He's he's not even a celebrity's mascot for a toy chain. Well, it stuck with me. Yeah. Here's another transformation to Nixon. Mm-hmm. They did the same joke twice. Go ahead, go. <laughs> did you at least get to buy a toy while you were there? Hell no, man. It was so packed. It was a big deal when Jeffrey came to town. I went to see Terry Runnels signing autographs at a blockbuster, or no, a Best Buy. <laughs> and I and I got there late and I missed her too, wow. but it was like 1999 or something like that. And there, it, for Terry fucking Runnels, the line was immense, just insane, like just people, insanity. People love puppies. I know that's what it was. I do, I like this scene here with Homer, like a ballerina in space eating the chips, and it leads to one of my favorite lines of all time from Kent Brockman where he's talking about, I for one welcome our new overlords. So that line is like cult lore. Like lots of famous people have used it. Really? Yeah, I should look up who, who did it. Yeah, do something productive. <laughs> the overlord meme. Kent Brockman's Ireland is frequently used to show mocks Protect the queen. Which one's the queen? I'm the queen. I love oh, that so we got some dialogue from the ants. Freedom. Horrible freedom. Ironically, this past weekend we spent a lot of time discussing James Taylor and I was just adamant about how, how much he's an asshole. <laughs> they were like, how do you know that? I'm like, I just do. <laughs> I, I do love his cameo here. On many levels. <laughs> How do they come up with this? That's a good question. So weird. 
Like we're gonna have maybe they would come just... to the NASA studios. I, I think that is a thing where <laughs> they would bring people in, you know, to talk to the astronauts and, and to buoy their oh. spirits. Oh, and so it was just like, be. well, who could we get that would be just off the wall? Like James. Ah! <laughs> I love that. Ant sells up by the, the camera. Race. Yeah. <laughs> Conquered, if you will. <laughs> Rockman just ad-libbing. He's pretty adaptable. <laughs> Former Newsy Award winner, Iron Mike. They even did a camera change for him. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they had, that, was, that was an image prepared. <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to two. <laughs> Take yeah. two. Slide Ant with a whip. Go. <laughs> You mocked me for prepping that slide, and here we are. <laughs> Sweet dreams and flying machines. <laughs> I like that he has to change the lyrics up. <laughs> right. So, do you remember the space shuttle crash, uh, the one that like blew up with the teacher? The Challenger. Yeah. Oh yeah, we watched it live. I think I was in third grade, and we watched that baby live, and just in horror as it happened. Oh my and, god! Yeah. Did you did, did you see it? No, I I was too young for that one. If so, like you're old as hell. I'm what yeah. like nine years younger than you, or something like that. Um, yeah, I'm almost seventy five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I just turned forty. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're five years older than me, so okay. if you're in third grade, I was still a little bitch. Okay, maybe I was in yeah, third or fourth grade, but I, I remember plain as day, like, they wheeled in the TV and they're like, here comes the shuttle, and we're like, counted it down, and then it goes up, and it was like, maybe in the air for like eight seconds. <laughs> oh, God, that is horrific. Did everyone, like, scream? I think so. I, yeah. I don't exactly remember. I just remember kind of being in shock. Yeah, it's crazy. And, the, and then, because the, because the whole deal was like there was that teacher on board, and yeah. So like we're like all the teachers were like really proud of it and shit, and they're like she's gone to Jesus now. <laughs> <laughs> Here we have Homer saving the day. Well, actually, I guess he didn't say. I guess the rod saved the day. Never admit your mistake. He was possibly hasty. Right. The, <laughs> the government we have for now. This is, a, this is a good episode. It's not like laugh out loud the whole way through, but it's just really solid comedy. The situation that they're in is hilarious. And yeah, everything <laughs> that it's just it's just really strong. They're all just humming like this patriotic song and Homer singing the Golden Graham song to get him through the stress of re-entry. Grandpa diffusing the tension there by just spoiling the end. Homer Simpson was the real hero here, huh? If you're in late to door close, you 
Oh, that's my favorite extra voice. It's an inanimate carbon rod. That was before they had Sideshow Mel do all those. In rod we trust. I love that. See, look at the color that they're the color of the background right now. Doesn't it look weird? I don't know. It kind of looks normal to me. Okay. They should have crammed in. Uh, they probably shouldn't have, but like you know, the rods getting a parade. You could have done like a JFK assassination. <laughs> this is one of the uh, most sparse Bart episodes from probably the first five the seasons. Early, yeah. Oh, see two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah, another another reference. This one's this one's Pat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the Fox satellite. And there you have it, folks. That was season number five, episode number fifteen, Deep Space Homer. And now we're gonna give it our review. So we hope you enjoyed watching along with us. If you yeah. want to watch, we this is our 18th episode we've watched. So we've got 17 wow. more in archives. You can check us out on wherever you can hear podcasts: Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those places. So yeah, now it's time to give us. We start off by giving it a letter grade. Mister Dabble Dab, what are you gonna go with here? I'm gonna give this one. I don't know. It's tough. I, I think it's definitely in the A range. I'm going to go A minus. Okay. Why the minus? I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> we're like you said, we're only 18 in. I yeah. feel like, how many episodes are there total of The Simpsons? 650 or something. So, like, yeah, like 650. You can't have 100 A's. That just doesn't make sense to me. But I, I do put this in the upper echelon, so there can only be a few A pluses, and then you know a few more A's. But this one doesn't deserve a B, so that's no. that's how I came to A minus. What about you? Oh, man, I think this one is really strong. If we were doing a letter grade, I'd go nine out of or a number grade, I'd go nine out of ten, and that's an A minus. So I'm going to go A minus as well. Uh, not a perfect episode, but a very good episode. Missing, just missing a little bit, maybe because there's no, like you said, low Bart and no, no B storyline. And uh, I mean, the the situation was certainly wacky, and it, it's a bottle episode, so it's like all encompassing. Um, and those ones are tend tend to be a little bit wackier. So I mean, it's certainly a strong episode, and I like the hell out of it. But yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go A minus as well. I mean, there's no shame in A minus. No. That puts it in the top 25 range for our episodes. Oh yeah, all time. So, I mean, it's it's a totally solid episode. I have, like, when we randomized it, I was like, okay, this is one of the better episodes when I first saw it. Yeah. That was my initial thought, and I I do think it holds up to that kind of uh, nostalgia. So, where are you going to rank it? I was going to pull up the list. I can't pull it up right now. <laughs> All right. Now everybody's favorite t- time of the show when I read Dabble Dab's list of episodes. All right. Number one. This is, this is my favorite part because you just have to go over the list. I'm like, do it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> you only move twice. Marge versus the monorail. Homer and Apu. Lemon of Troy. Bart on the road. When you dish upon a star. Homer's enemy. King size Homer. Lisa on ice. Selma's choice. Weekend at Burnsy's. Okay. All right. I'm going to put this, man, what was the one ahead of Lisa on Ice? 
king size homer. Man, what about ahead of king size homer? Homer's enemy. Man, these are all just grouped up for me. I'm going to put this one right below king size homer. Okay, so this is your new number nine. I guess, I mean, it, it's tough to rank these. I know. I mean, they're all right around I each know. other. But you got to do it. I could probably re-rank these again, and I would have a different order. Right. But, yeah, I guess this one's going to be number nine for me. What about for you? All right. Deep Space Nine, yeah, okay. I, man, I know, I know this always happens that we always hit pretty similar spots there. Uh, we were way off on the last yeah, one. Yeah, we were off on the last one. I definitely like Weekend at Burnsy's better than this. Homer and Apu, uh, this is going to be my new number nine. I, or this is, I'm going, <sighs> King Size Homer. There's no shame copying me. I'm going. This is my new number eight. I'm king size Homer. King size, <laughs> king size Homer is seven. My new number eight is Deep Space Homer, and then Homer okay. and Apu is number nine. All right, who was the, yeah. the MVP of this episode? It's Homer. Anima Carbon Rod, definitely. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> You're totally right. I can't believe I'm you missed, missed that joke. Oh All right. That's all right. Yeah, Nana McCarvin Rod uh, certainly certainly was the uh, star of this episode. And then our supporting character has got to be uh, Homer. Even though he's not a supporting character. No, I, I'm kidding. Homer Homer carries the episode uh, Yeah, in, in all ways. And I'm going to go James Taylor. Had a couple of good lines. James Taylor, he's a great in that short burst that he's in there. Yeah, you could go Kent Brockman. I'm going Barney. I mean, he's the obvious pick. Okay. But sometimes you got to go with the obvious pick. And everything Barney does in this episode is pretty good. Yeah. You know. yep. I'm the very model of a modern major general. Love information, budget level, animal, and mineral. You know what that's there you from? Go. Uh, no. The Pirates of Penzance. It's a musical. Oh, my God. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. And when I was on, you're like a big musical guy. I love musicals. I've I've watched a shitload of them. But yeah, Gilbert and Sullivan write like sort of these comedic musicals, and one of them was Pirates of Penzance. And it's, it's funny because like that song that the major general sings is like seven minutes long, and it's like it's just like that rapid fire singing. So it's like whoever gets that role has to really work hard on it. But that would be tough. It's it's kind of a callback to an earlier song in that musical. They use the exact same tune, and it, okay, yeah. Anyway, so is that is Gilbert and Sullivan? Is that the same one? Um, the same producers that Bart used to distract Sideshow Bob? Yes, and, they uh, also Kate wrote Kate. the HMS Pinafore. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough. Enough. I mean, it, it it must be good if it made such an impression on the Simpsons writers. Oh yeah, and in my in my quest to watch every single thing that the Simpsons have copied or spoofed or whatever, I I've watched um, Pirates of Penzance and HMS Pinafore. So anyway, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, any other comments about this episode you want to get out there before we wrap it up? No, I just appreciate anyone who's listening along. Please subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Simpsons Watch. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And if I was a little bit savvier, I could have had some, some, um, I was, I, was, I should have been dialing on my phone while you were talking. 
Beep, boop, boop. Homer, you already got <laughs> But, you know, iPhone. All right. Yeah, that's going to do it here for the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast, episode number 18. Check us out on all the podcasting apps available, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, uh, or right on the Anchor app. You can watch us there. Come on, like it, tell a friend, share it, let everyone know that if you want to watch The Simpsons, don't do it alone. You got two goofballs that are willing to watch it along with you. We should have a guest coming up this week. Hopefully, we will let you know about that on Twitter, so you can follow us at Simpsons Watch. Follow myself at Peach Machine. Follow Dabble Dab at Dabble Dab. And, of course, we're going to leave you with our final three words, as we always do. Watch Watch the the Simpsons. Simpsons. There we go.